make it a little weird for you guys? Uh, not necessarily. You know, in an NBA game, you know, it's never over. There you go, Foxy. How much, how much was this one really needed to start things off in that way? Uh, I mean, obviously, you know, guys look at the standings and all that, and, you know, that you know that's the eighth. That's, that team's in the eighth seed, and uh, it helps us a lot because, you know, it gives us a win, it gives them a loss. So, at the end of the day, I mean, I mean that's, what, that's what we're hoping for right now. That game kind of feel like it was never going to end. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, you know, some of the calls at the end, you know, obviously, you know, we didn't agree with, but um, I mean, it was a, a, a six more, a six more free throws that they were able to get. So um, it lasted a little bit longer than we'd hoped. Talking about the talking about the free throws. I mean, were, were you worried about free throws down the stretch there? It seemed like. Uh, no, nah, I mean, you know, we, as a team, you know, I don't think anybody's, you know, getting up there being nervous. You know, sometimes, you know, we haven't been making them, and uh, I think Buddy was, Buddy came in and, and saved us tonight. With uh, just you and John Morant, I know a lot of people were looking forward to that matchup. Uh, just how did you make of that, and obviously you guys in the fourth quarter were big. Um, I mean, obviously he's a, I mean, he's a talented player. He's a, he's a good guy. I mean, um, you know, he's, he does a lot for that team and getting them going. And uh, he has him in the eighth seed in, in his first year. Um, obviously he still has a lot to build off of. But, you know, as of right now, I mean, he's a, he's a really good player at 21 years old. Defensive. I mean, at 20, I think he's 20, so. Defensively, what did you guys do to kind of make? Three, two, one. Things fell hard on him through at least the first three quarters. Uh, you just try to continue to be physical with him, you know, um, with guys in their first year, you know, especially for you know guards. It's it's a bit different, you know, the physicality, and uh, that's that's just what we try to do. There's about a minute twenty four left. You hit a uh, step back three over Jaren Jackson the third. Um, you remember that play? Uh, yeah. Okay, that kind of made the lead a little bit more comfortable for you guys. Um, how, how do you feel about that in your arsenal? Hit four threes tonight. Um, I mean, I've never felt like I was a bad shooter um, for myself. I think I've always shot the ball from the three, you know, better off the dribble. And, um, I mean, it's always about rhythm. I think it's more of a rhythm shot for myself. Yeah, I mean, he came in ready. Um, you know, obviously made, he made some, some shots, but, you know, it's just, just being able to be out there and be ready for us. Uh, I mean, that's, that's one thing that he brings to this team. Even if he's not making shots, he's doing something. And, um, I think that's what being a pro is about. You guys, about, about almost, a, almost a month now, it's kind of pretty consistent play overall. Probably took maybe a couple of games above 500. Just what's been clicking for you guys over this last month or so? Um, I mean, I think that, you know, we've we've shared the ball a lot better, um, you know, during this stretch. And obviously we made shots. We've, that's, that's been a huge difference. But uh, at the end of the day, that's what the game is about, being able to put the ball in the basket and stopping that team from putting the ball in the basket. And I think right now we're doing a better job of scoring than you know some of the games that we've had defensively. How important was the break for you personally, though, to come back with some of the things you've been doing? Uh, it's still hurt, but uh, it's always great to to be able to get off your feet for a little for, for a few days. It's only four days, so it's not like you know we did that much. It's going to take an off season, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. What you just heard there was a little bit of De'Aaron Fox post-game. Kings come away with a probably a, a game that shouldn't have been as close as it was, but things got kind of a little wacky at the end. Nevertheless, the Kings escape, as you might say, with what ended up being a close win in a game they could pretty much control most of the night. 
Kings knock off the Memphis Grizzlies, 129-125. End a two-game losing streak. And as you heard in the clip, talk about the, I don't want to say the forbidden P word. It's not really forbidden, but I don't know if it's taboo, but making references to things that, that, you know, impact the playoffs. And obviously the Kings have a long way to go from there. I mean, they're 22 and 33. They're still six games behind Memphis for the final playoff spot. So 27 games to go. We're not talking playoffs or anything like that. I'm not. So maybe I'm in the minority, but still good win for the Kings. They made some kind of made some little fundamental mistakes, uh, fouling three point shooters twice, somehow letting this game a game they led by 18 at one point get down, get down to uh, two in the fourth quarter. Still big three pointer by Corey Joseph, later a three by Fox kind of. Get, uh, help the Kings overcome some of those little uh, mental lapses in terms of fouls, in terms of, you know, just missing free throws, just doing the little things that you can't get away with most nights, but they got away with them tonight. And said in their two-game losing streak, they went into the break with, come out of the All-Star break with a win. So, is it too... I know I wrote something uh, for The Athletic talking about the Kings, uh, three things to look at from the Kings, three storylines to finish the season. Under the whole premise that the Kings aren't making the playoffs. Was I too quick to write them off of the postseason? Could they really make a run? I still wouldn't bank on it. Still a lot of basketball or not a lot of basketball to be played, relatively speaking, and you're asking them to leapfrog several teams and hope all those teams just struggle. And I just don't see that happening. But still, the Kings of One are 7-4 in their last 11, 7-4 since uh, Luke Walton made the change to put Buddy Hill on the bench. And now the Kings are starting to look more like the team that maybe people expect them to be. Even though the Kings uh, released some more news about Marvin Bagley, letting everyone know he's progressing, but in terms of his midfoot sprain, which uh, visited a specialist in New York and confirmed that it was an aggravation, an aggravated, um, re-aggravated that injury from earlier in the season, which has him out with the, with the, uh, the t- current time. But as I've kind of just stated multiple times, that I just think, you know. Talking playoffs is kind of pointless, especially with the Kings record, but they're talking playoffs. So maybe we I'll talk a little playoffs. I'll entertain you for a little bit. Okay. Marvin Bagley will be reevaluated again in three weeks. Or he'll he'll be the his the stats will be updated. I'm still operating under the notion that if Marvin Bagley plays again this season, I'll be completely shocked. Just because as the season kind of winds down. What's the purpose of throwing Marvin out there to, you know, play a game here, a game there? I don't see why you would do that, but, you know, the Kings, if they did, they would have their reasons. So, that was probably the, you know, the, not to say the, the worst news, but it was a downer because I think people were hoping that at this stage, Marvin would be closer to getting on the court. He's still not. He's, you know, he's progressing with his strength to work, you know, getting better, but he's not ready to play, which is another reason why I keep saying, hey, this is all about next season. This season's a wash. It's over. 
and there will be no playoffs. But the Kings aren't clearly don't read me and what I think because they're still talking playoffs in that locker room. They're still watching the standings. They're still noticing who else is winning, losing, and what all that might mean for them. So, I mean, I think I've talked enough playoffs. I mean, yes, it would be cool to talk about it a lot more, but, I mean, I'm not going to drag that on with you all and talk about the playoffs. That's not what you're here for. Let's talk about some things about this first game back after the break that you might want to be excited about. Harrison Barnes, uh, 32 points tonight. Hit his first, hit seven straight threes to open the game. Not seven in a row, but he made his first seven threes of the game on his way to 32 points. You know, De'Aaron Fox, uh, it looked like it was going to be kind of a dog of a game between himself and Ja Morant. Uh, De'Aaron was looking okay, but Ja just wasn't doing much of anything. But he had a strong... uh, Fourth quarter of 15 points in the fourth to finish with 19 points. Uh, But just two assists for the young point guard. Fox, uh, 26 points, four assists. Four of six from three. Heard that in the clip as well. Talked about uh, uh, De'Aaron's never thumped up with a bad shooter. But, you know, for him to get to make four threes, especially on the night where Bogey made none. But he was two of six. You needed threes to come from somewhere. And De'Aaron was able to deliver. And that's uh, one of the things I mentioned in my story from Thursday was just one of the storylines to watch would be De'Aaron's leadership. And I think he really showed some of that tonight. Uh, Once John Morant got going, he got into him aggressively on defense. And he countered him by, you know, making some, doing some work on his own on the other end. So... For those of you on the, how with the young core, or shall we say, at this point, the young core is, what, De'Aaron? How was De'Aaron doing? De'Aaron had 26 points, four assists tonight. I think De'Aaron's doing okay. Definitely do. So uh, feel free to share your thoughts. I mean, you always do via my social media or on my, one of my stories. Just ask a question. A lot of times I'll go into the site. And I'll see who has asked questions and kind of go through the comments and answer some of those. So if you got questions, comments about what we're talking about in terms of Kings in the playoffs, De'Aaron Fox, you know, stepping up against John Morant when John starts kicking in the fourth, go there and shoot me all those there as well. So maybe I'll know what I'm going to do. I'm going to double back. So maybe we can get some dialogue. This whole idea of the Kings in the playoffs. Do you believe it's going to happen? Are you optimistic? Do you like the team is talking like that? Talking about what could happen and what they could do? If you like that, I mean, I understand that the Kings have been out of the postseason so long. I think there's like a desperate glimmer of hope, any hope. And I think Thursday the Kings gave the fans a little bit of hope. Not playoff hope, but just hope this team won't. Uh, just shut it down for the year. And again, they've won 7 of 11. So it's not as if this group has quit. You know, guys may be still learning roles, adjusting, whatever the case may be. But this team, again, is 7 and 4 in his last 11. 
They've now beaten two winning teams with teams. I should say teams with winning records. They beat the Clippers last month and they got Memphis. So that's big for them. That's big for the confidence. I and considering the Clippers are next up Saturday afternoon in LA, it'll be interesting to see can the Kings put together back to back wins against winning teams. I don't have it in front of me, but I'm imagining that that road trip to Texas with the wins over. Uh, Dallas and Houston would be the last time the Kings have beaten teams with winning records in consecutive games all season because lately those wins have been hard to come by against the better teams in the league and that might be the last time they did that so that would be another good thing for them to build on if they can pull that off you still know you're 8-4 and four in your last 12 and you're starting to build something and that's the big thing no matter how this season ends, you're starting to build something. You're starting to build towards something. Look like a team that, I don't say they can compete for a postseason next year. It's going to be still tough. I mean, Steph and Clay come back. A lot of other teams will still be good. But maybe that foundation will will continue to be laid and Kings break through in a year or two. Or if they say they're still playing for something now, maybe they break through this year. I'm not holding my breath on them breaking through this year. Being 11 games under 500. That overall, Memphis is playing well. And that's really the only spot the Kings could even catch anyone because they're not going to get to anything above eight. And you know, that's just all kind of just a dream anyway. The whole idea of the playoffs feels like a dream for this team just because I've covered the team for 11 years. I've never seen them. Really, most people around, you know, there's a whole generation of children growing up who don't know the Kings ever made the playoffs because they haven't seen it in their lifetime. That's scary if you're the Kings. So let's see what they can do to try to change that. I wouldn't bank on it being this season, but I'm sticking to the fact that you got to see a strong finish. You got to see De'Aaron Fox continue to take a leap. And the one thing I'm also curious about too is Jabari Parker. How is he going to look? Made his debut, played 15 minutes. He was one of six from the field, uh, four points. Four rebounds, two assists. You might expect a guy who hasn't played since January, early January, would be rusty, and I think Jabari was, but it's still a piece the Kings want to see how he operates, you know, how he fits the team, and then maybe I shouldn't be joking about maybe how he can help in the playoffs, but I'm 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 gonna stop. I'm not gonna belabor that. So I uh, don't have a lot more to add. Saturday I will be in LA with the Kings as they play the Clippers. Again, looking to uh, beat the Clippers in L.A. again this season. So let's see how that goes. You all know where to find me, Mr. Jones LBC on Instagram, Mr. Underscore Jason Jones on Twitter. I got one of those TikTok deals. I don't know what the hell that thing does, but I got an account. I don't know my name or nothing on it. I just put it on my phone because it seemed like that's where all the cool kids are, including the athletes. So we'll see what I do with that and outside of that y'all be good welcome back from the all-star break the kings welcome them back welcome you back with a 129 124 win over memphis now uh they're talking about you know winning it with the can trying to chase down the grizzlies for that final playoff spot i still say it's a long shot but let's see what they do because even if they get getting it close that guy up in portland i think his name is lillard they call him dame you know dame dame damien whatever they do Dame seems to be the popular way to refer to him, and don't worry, he'll be ready uh, 
I believe it's next yeah next uh Saturday when the Kings are up in uh no two weeks from from this coming Saturday when the Kings play in Portland so another obstacle but that's a way the way savor this game enjoy it you know seven of the seven wins in their last eleven games give the Kings some props for that y'all be good and we will chat on Saturday y'all be safe out there.